Welcome to Never End the Intermission, where we talk about the next movie we'll be subjecting Tepper to. I'm your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Pi. And I'm Tepper. This month, we watched Hudson Hawk. Uh, def- not at all what I expected that movie to be. Fucking crackhead energy all the way through. Yeah. I live for that movie. October, baby. That movie was yeah. integral to my childhood. It's yeah, it's it's really good. It's just not I I mean, I don't really know what I thought the movie was going to be, but I didn't expect that like at all. I mean, before going into it, I didn't even know Bruce Willis was in it, so. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really fun movie. It's a really fun movie. It's kind of crazy seeing all the like negative stuff said about it at the time. Like the again, people are I, wrong. I, I think it's again another case of a movie just released at the wrong time. And the other thing, like, because I was reading some trivia and just like other stuff about it, um, and it sounds like it was just marketed really poorly. Like, it sounds like they marketed it as like a "Here's Die Hard again." Yeah, like it's an action movie, and so... I I sort of get that like that's poor marketing for it, but also I don't know how I would market this movie. Action comedy. But it's it's a little it's a little more crackhead than that. But it's, it's that's that's the closest it falls into. Like yeah. I think trying to market it as like an action movie is just people are gonna be like, This isn't what we're looking for. It's yeah. a hard like thing to do, uh, because sometimes that pays off marketing a movie in one way and actually it it's delighting and surprising people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's possible, but it seems like everyone was offended. Seems like everyone was mad at this movie. I mean, even like some of the people involved were like, "Oh, it's it's an awful movie." I like, I reject it. It's not it's not good. I think the director actually did that. But again, it like Last Action Hero because like I remember reading about Last Action Hero before I saw it, and it being like, "Oh, it was like panned. Like test audiences hated." I mean, and honestly, like here's the thing: I think test audiences are fucking stupid. Every single story I hear about, like, oh, test audiences didn't like this thing, almost universally, like, that thing is good. Like, I seriously, I don't know who they get for these test audiences, but they're awful. Now I'm curious. I wonder how that that works. Who the fuck do they get for test audiences? Uh, audiences it should, for it should, movies. It should, thank you, thank should, you. Paizo head researcher, by the way, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The, uh, the, the census should put you on the same list for jury duty as a uh, test movie audience. That's very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they are either random people off the street or they're shown in certain locations across usually in the States. Mm-hmm. Like just at certain theaters. I imagine that they find that they were like outside a methadone clinic or like um, the <laughs> National Association for Inbreeding or something. And that's where they pick people up <laughs> based on the way we've seen them respond to good movies. Yeah, it's it's really bizarre because like check out check become a Patreon, become a patron and check out our Blade <laughs> episode <laughs> if you want more information about how test screening audiences are painfully dumb yeah that that one with the test audiences was something. apparently it happens a lot in la which is already the problem okay there we go 
yeah they're just i don't know, like like i wouldn't say this movie was like amazing or anything but like it was good like like the way that like like i could definitely understand some people watching this and being like yeah that was okay but like being like it's an awful movie like i i can't remember what its score was but it was like really bad and it's just like no it's not that bad the people are wrong Honestly, that's the lesson of this season. Like, the critics are wrong, and sometimes the test audiences are wrong. Anyway, this uh, this movie was integral to my personality as a child, and partially as an adult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. <laughs> so, if anyone's listening at home, now you fundamentally understand more about me the the connor like personality uh movie watch list listen the only aspects of my personality are trauma and like movies yeah and like certain video games right yeah that was that was the piece of trivia i found so it was uh richard e grant and sandra bernard who played the mayflowers um they both realized this movie was going to be awful and so actually had fun in their roles which makes it a great movie yeah yeah can tell. Like, yeah like they did they were one of the highlights of the movie but like grant uh, has been on record of saying like the movie is like a steaming pile of shit no that? he's wrong the movie yeah, is incredible but like, that's okay. and that's exactly what i mean like it's like is the movie like incredible like yeah is it a steaming pile of shit like no <laughs> the movie's so fun yeah like i think about that ridiculous um uh, ambulance chase where he's on the fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> it just falls on oh man my brother quotes that like weekly the like how's my driving what 800 i'm a fucking dad like he like yeah <laughs> i could hear that in scott's voice too yeah it's weird what sticks out to that that little maniac (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean apparently the i mean according to this piece of trivia like the production was a mess which is that definitely that reads yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah. and is a great and is a great reason for an actor to have a a negative opinion on on a project they were on yeah yeah that makes sense uh there was um tv tropes has a really great trivia page for hudson hawk like there's tons of stuff in there and it's yeah the impression i get is this movie was kind of like slapped together a little bit there's lots of changes so i can definitely understand people walking away from it like as you said like from an actor's perspective and being like damn this sucks yeah Yeah. well and bruce willis is a megalomaniac like well known hard (laughs) well well and especially if i remember the trivia like this movie was especially like a pet project of his like this is something that he really wanted to make so that adds like an extra layer of like oh he's gonna be extra insane he loves to sing for someone who's not very good at it like he's fine at it but like how dare (laughs) it's your homework everyone go go listen to the cd the return of bruno his like that's incredible i am immensely jealous that you own that on vinyl uh i if that's not not willed to me uh i will bring you back to life just to kill you again um you can find it for a dollar i guarantee it is not an expensive record the return of bruno the debut imagine naming your 
debut record, The Return of You. (laughs) (laughs) The, 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 maybe don't listen to the whole record, but everyone should go listen to the Bruce Willis cover of, uh, Secret um, Agent Man? Secret Agent Man, where he shoots the dog at the start. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so Secret Agent Man starts with like a soundscape and it's like a car pulling up and like night noises and like someone walking through gravel and a dog barking in the distance and then a silenced gunshot going off and then the barking stops and the song starts. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's he's an artist. Truly. Yeah, truly. Like Speaking of um, shooting dogs. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> I, I I see I see how Shauna, in retrospect, thought that this could have been a fetish. I, oh, no. I you you could have given me like three hundred guesses. I would have never guessed <laughs> that in sequence, not in a million years. It- like, There's nothing, it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah, and then we put the icing on her. <laughs> and she's walking around and the icing's all over. Sad. <laughs> she she yes, was you, deeply unwell in this movie. It's, you can't help but be, like, feel sorry for her in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Like, it really is untreated, untreated mental illness. Like... Uh, not wanting to harp too much on previous Pavlov, he refused to use bells, and so he didn't oh. realize their negative effects on his dream. <laughs> I know that this is both, like, kind of a pithy comment, but also, like, very much so stylistically, like, the movie was a cartoon. They really escalated that, his hands getting hurt dead. Wow, when you say it out loud. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. that's right it's 102 dalmatians so please watch along and when the episode comes out send us any questions or comments you have to contact at downloadofzebras.com or message us on twitter at dlzebra or search for downloadable zebras on facebook It's our hundred and second episode, and Shauna picked a movie, so she went with the hundred and two Dalmatians. It's genius. Shauna picked it. It's got to be a good movie, right? Yeah, she's known for that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no known quality movie enjoyer, Shauna. Maybe this will be a redemption arc. We don't do those. I mean, I'm, we've never done those ever. Connor, Connor at a redemption arc. I don't know what you're talking about. I've always given good movies. This is still <laughs> being misremembered. Connor did not have a redemption arc. We went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was the darkest season. That was the season of darkness. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah. <laughs> We were drawn into madness. <laughs> we met everyone's evil doppelganger, which is why Connor was bringing good movies. Uh-uh. See, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
every, everybody everybody with a goatee and and holding a poster of Paul Giamatti with a goatee. <laughs> Close, Close personal, personal friend. friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Close personal friend of the podcast, Cherry Hill Video Plus. The best part about the uh, Paul Giamatti bit was when he was actually in the movie. And you and so... you maniacs listed him twice. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. Shauna, clip that. Shauna. Shauna, clip that. I want the soundboard so bad. Listen, Paul Giamatti got stuck in The Illusionist. The least we can do is honor him. We should make our own like Discord soundboard for the DLZ um, mm. Discord channel. Zencaster just... has a soundboard uh, integration, too. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, it does. It's always had basic intro and outro drums and ballpark. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Dalmatians. How many? Um, guess. guess. <laughs> Seven. Might be that's, a little low. That's, that's pretty close. Yeah, um, I'm sure it'll be an amazing movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it. As always, uh, you can find us all on downloadablezebras.com. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.